All right, time Ruchim Abayim again. So you know, this time we spend uh, to discuss and clarify some inyane halacha. Part of my responsibility as the rabbi of the shul is to check the pamphlet that we send out to our members. Now in the modern world, we send out an email to our members in the Bet Knesset, and I just have to go over the times and to make sure we got the right parashat, to make sure we got the right haftarah. <coughs> this week, of course, it caught my attention. Uh, the secretary got it right. <coughs> that there's a double header parashah this week. We got a double header, which is an oddity. We're going to read two parashiyot, parashiyot Chukat and Balak. Okay? So that caught my attention. Why are we doing this? Uh, so again, I started to open up the books just to remind myself of something that I guess is quite obvious, but uh, I just had to review it, and I will just share my findings with our members, if anybody asks you why are we reading a double parashah this week, you'll be able to give them the proper answer. Uh, nothing brain, no brain science today, nothing, you know, uh, just a basic uh, Aleph bet. But on the way there, we can learn some interesting halachot regarding the way the Sefer Torah is divided up. I would tell our members, if you have a Shohan Aruch in front of you, open up Siman Taf Chaf Chet. That's 428 in order Hayim. So, you'd be surprised, but there's a lot of rules that Hakamim established which parasha you're supposed to read at what time of the year. There's a system. So, for example, in Tavchav Chet Halakha Dalid, the Shuhan Aruch over here gives us the rules. And I go, Le'olam Korim Tzavet Aharon Kodem Pesach Bifshutah. Okay, you have two types of years. You have a pishuta, that's a regular year, then you have a me'obedet. Me'obedet would be a leap year where you have a second adar. Obviously, Rabotai, when you have a second adar, so it's going to change because you have four more weeks to the year. So we're going to have to split the parashiyot differently so everything works out correctly. But anyway, he says, on a regular year, you want to read parashat sav before Pesach. In a leap year, you're reading mitzorah before Pesach. Uh, and then he gives you some... Uh, exceptions on the leap years that some leap years you'll actually read Parashat Aharemot before Pesach Ul Olam Rule Korim Parashat Bamidbar Sinai Kodem Atzeret Okay, Parashat Bamidbar is read before Shavuot Okay So that's a, uh, that's a cloud He says Le Olam Now, the reason the Gemara says that, the Gemara says, Remez. the Gemara says, and then Shohanaluk actually, does he bring this Siman? Yeah, he brings the Siman at the end. Menu uh, ve'etzru. Menu is count. Ve'etzru, make atzeret. Menu is parashat bamidbar, because that's when we counted B'nai Israel. it's the census. So the way you remember that bamidbar always comes before Shavuot, Menu Otsru. Otsru is Atzeret. Count and then make Shavuot. Azaka Baruch. Nice, uh, nice name is. Now, Ramadan says, Le'olam Korin Parashat Bamidbar Sinai Kodem Atzeret. Now, that Le'olam, I don't think is Le'olam, to be honest with you. Uh, because of the following, the following situation of Botai. Let's talk about a, uh, a rule over here. 
that we had a few years back. We'll have it, uh, you know, we have it every, you know, we, talk, we have it twice in every seven years, leap years. When you have a leap year, so the issue is like this. In leap years, we have a general rule that we do not uh, separate uh, the parashiyot, I'm sorry, we do not combine the parashiyot in Vayikra. Separate Vayikra, you have a lot of parashiyot that are read together usually. For example, Aharimot Kedoshim, Tazriya Metzora, Behar Behokotai. So those are three different sets that we usually combine. However, in a leap year, in order to satisfy the extra weeks in the year, those parashiyot are read separate. So for you, Shnaim Mikra Bahad Targumers, it's easy during a leap year. You never have to double up on Friday to reach Shnaim Mikra Bahad Targum on a double parasha. Again, but on a normal year like this year, you know, you're doubling up on these parashiyot, it takes, uh, it takes much longer. Oh, so now the question is, uh, when you're going to have a, uh, a leap year, uh, let's say okay fine before we go further continue and then the Shohan Aruch writes Tish'a be'av kodim ba'et hanan okay there's a rule like that Tish'a be'av always has to come before parashat ba'et hanan that means Shabbat Nahamu which we call the Shabbat after Tish'a be'av it's always parashat ba'et hanan that means even if you landed from Mars and you have no clue what, 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 what time of the year it is. If you hear them reading Parashat Ve'et Hanan, you say, Baruch Hashem, Tisha'a is behind us. I missed Tisha'a You were in Mars for Tisha'a You got lucky. You missed Tisha'a And the remez for that is, the Halakha writes, Tzumu Utzlu. Tzumu, fast, V'tzalu, and Salli. What do you mean Salli? Ve'et Hanan. Moshe Rabbeinu makes 515 prayers. So Tzumu V'tzalu. First fast, and then make the tzalli, make the prayers, make the tefillah. And then he gives you one more. He gives you another rule is that atem nitzavim kodem rosh hashanah. Okay, there you go. Atem nitzavim is always going to be read before rosh hashanah. And the way you remember that one is kumu vitikhu. Kumu nitzavim, stand up. And then blow the shofar. So now, Rabotai, we learned, add this to your list of Rimazim. We've officially learned three new simanim to remember the parashiyot. I repeat, they are Menu ve'itzru, Tsumu utzlu, Kumu ve'tik'u. Let's review that now. Menu ve'itzru. Parashat Bamidbar, which is the census, comes before the Itzru Atzeret Shavuot. Tzumu Utzlu, Tzumu is Tisha Be'av, first, and then Sali, which is Va'it Hanan, the prayer. And then Kumu V'tik'u, Kumu Atim Nitzavim, stand up, and then V'tik'u, blow the Shofar, which is Rosh Hashanah. Okay, Rabotai, that's the basic... Uh, that's the basic rules uh, that we have over here. Shohan gives a few more. All right. Now, we do have a situation that happens quite, quite often where there's a discrepancy between what they're reading in Israel and what they're reading in Chutz La'aris. 
this will happen uh, a lot of times that the boy will study the wrong Bamisra Parasha. You know, he gets a guy from America and they tell him, okay, what's the date of your Bar Mitzvah? And he looks at the PTA calendar of Mag and David and they're giving you the, uh, the reading for America and he teaches them, uh, you know, the parasha, and he gets to Israel, and they say, uh, okay, Bechav, you're about Mitzvah, get up and read. And he said, what are you talking about? This is the wrong parasha. They said, no, 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 we read your parasha last week already. We're, 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 we're one week ahead. And that, uh, that Bar Mitzvah becomes, uh, you know, uh, becomes a, a, a big, big debacle over there. The Bar Mitzvah boy studied the wrong parasha. So really, you have to ask your rabbi. Uh, don't ask the Hazan, the teacher. The Hazan doesn't know. You got to ask the rabbi, am I reading the right parasha? Am I teaching my son the right parasha? You wouldn't think to ask such a question. You say, okay, such a question, I have to ask a rabbi. It's on basic calendar rule. No, the calendar of Chutzla Aris and Eretz Israel is different. And as I saw a good member, Mr. Salem, right away, moved his hand like this, implying that this is one of those years. This is one of those years, Rabotai. And uh, I'll tell you why it happens. I'll tell you why it happened this year, and I'll tell you why it can happen in another scenario. It all depends on the second day of Yom Tov. You see, in Hutzla Ares, we're so lucky, we get two days of Yom Tov. In Eretz Israel, they only have one day. Now, because we have two days of Yom Tov, we are allowed, we're able to have two nights of Seder. We're able to eat double the amount of matzah, double the amount of maror. We're able to drink eight cups of wine instead of four cups of wine. And we know that all our members are so happy that they're able to do these mitzvot in a compounded way. Where in Israel, they get gypped. They can only do these mitzvot one day. We're able to do it uh, two days. On Shavuot, you get to eat two days of kalsonis. So you get a double, uh, a double benefit as well. Anyway, Rabotai, uh, it happens, you know, more times than you think, that uh, the second day, let's talk about the end of Pesach. The end of Pesach, Hazak Baruch, so we have eight days of Pesach in America, let's say, and they have Israel seven days of Pesach. And a lot of times it happens is that the eighth day is a Shabbat. Okay, so what happens? Well, the eighth day of Shabbat in Israel, it's a regular Shabbat, Pesach is over. So they go back to reading Parashat Shavua, And usually that Parashat will be Parashat Shemini. And we're still on holiday. So we're reading holiday Parashat. And the following Shabbat, we're going to pick up where we left off, Parashat Shemini. Of course, in Israel already, the week that we're reading Shemini, they're already on the, on the next Parashat. So there's going to be a discrepancy. Israel's going to be one week ahead of us. That's what happens more times than not. So let, let's just talk about uh, that, uh, that scenario. Now, the problem over here is, I mean, seemingly, uh, we should um, we should uh, uh, make a, a, a simple uh, uh, rule. Let's say it's a shanam me'uberet. It's a uh, it's it's a leap year. Okay, that's the case we're talking about now. Well, let's take a regular case like that before we get to the leap year. Okay, so therefore now we're going to have to figure out when are we going to catch up? How, how, how are you going to make the, how are you going to make the, uh, the catch up in such, a, in such a case? So in such a case over here, you're going to have the following situation. 
in the case of a leap year, we have a rule that you're not allowed to uh, you're not allowed to separate the. Uh, I'm sorry, the shanam me'oberet. We separate all the parashiyot. We don't read any mechubarot in the book of Vayikra. So therefore, every uh, parasha has got to be written uh, separately. So what do they do in such a case? So the rabbi called Kaftor Vaferach said that in that case, which again happens, they make the separation in parashat Matot Mas'eh. Wow. Matot Mas'eh. So there's going to be a discrepancy from all the way from Pesach uh, all the way to Matot Mas'eh. That means you're going to have a, a, a discrepancy for the whole uh, book of Vayikra until the end of Bamidbar. And then all of a sudden, Erisa will separate Matot Mas'eh. We'll meet Matot Mas'eh together. And therefore, we caught up. So that's, that, that, that's, the, that's the way we do it. We read Matot Mas'eh. Mechubarot, Eretz Yisrael will read it separately, and by us combining Matot Mas'eh, we're going to make the uh, we're going to make the catch up. That's the way it's brought down in the book called Kaftor Vafera. And by the way, that is the Minhag. That is the Minhag. So when Pesach comes out, the eighth day of Pesach comes out on the Shabbat, Bnei Yisrael in Chutzla Aretz and Esel will have a discrepancy, the Parashot, all the way until uh, the end of the book of Bamidbar until uh, they're going to separate Matot Mas'eh and we'll be able to read it together and by the end we're equal. So when we start Devarim we're all all on the kiln, the same kiln again. Fine. Now there was a great rabbi from Halab and this is just an interesting uh, concept to know. He was called Rav Sa'adiyat Dayan Hachmeh Halab he was of the opinion that the custom in Halab was that they would always read Hukat and Balak uh, together. Or actually, I'm sorry, he said in this case we do Hukat and Balak uh, together and we don't uh, uh, read Matot and Mas'id together. Interesting, he said you put Hukat and Balak together. So according to Sa'adiyah, you're actually going to meet up with Eretz Yisrael four weeks earlier. Because if you put Hukat and Balak together, you're actually going to, you don't have to wait till Matot Mas'ir. You'll be able to catch it earlier. That's the way his, uh, his, opinion, uh, his opinion was. Good. So they had a question they asked. You solved it. Why not make it much easier? Why keep the discrepancy all the way till Matot Mas'ir? Rabotai, right after Pesach, we have Aharemot Kedoshim. Very simple. So why not just uh, uh, make uh, Aharemot Kedoshim together? And then we're fine. Again, it's a leap year. I understand. Leap year, normally we don't put these Pereshur together, but we need, we need to catch up. So make Aharemot Kedoshim together, and you'll be, uh, you'll be fine. Problem is, if you're going to put Aharemot Kedoshim together, then Bamidbar is not going to come before Shavuot. Oh, and we just learned the rule that Bamidbar always has to come before Shavuot, and therefore you have no choice to do that. Now, in Eretz Yisrael, in that situation, they actually going to read Parashat uh, 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 Nassau before uh, uh, Bamidbar, before Shavuot. You have no choice. You can't fix that. But in, in Hutz we don't want to ruin the rules. 
So therefore, we're not going to combine two parashiyot, and then you're not going to read Bamidbar uh, before Shavuot. So therefore, uh, the rabbis came along and said, keep the system in Vayikra the same, uh, or Halimot Kiddushim the same, in order that you'll be able to uh, uh, get the right parashiyot uh, uh, in order. Now, now, let's talk about what happened in this year. This year was a different situation. This year, the eighth day of Pesach was not on a Shabbat, but the second day of Shavuot was on a Shabbat. Oh, so the second day of Shavuot on Shabbat poses a question for us. In Israel, the second day of Shavuot was a regular Shabbat. There's no second day of Shavuot. So they started to continue reading on the Parashat of Shavuot. Second day of Shavuot for us, we were reading the Shavuot parasha, and therefore we lost uh, the connection again between us and Eris Israel. So therefore, we need to make a catch-up. So how are we going to catch up? Hence, this week we read Hukat Balak. By reading Hukat Balak, we already catch Eris Israel. They're reading all the parashiyot separately. We double up. So next week, we're going to start the uh, uh, next parasha. We're going to be uh, on parasha Pinehas. We'll be uh, together with Elisa. That's the reason why we double up this week, only because of the inyan of what happened on Shavuot. However, there is a very, very interesting minhag that the uh, communities in Halab had. The communities in Halab had a very, very interesting minhag. Uh, I don't know why we lost it. I don't know why... We don't follow it today. In a regular year in Halab, they would never read Parashat Korah alone. They didn't read Parashat Korah alone. I searched for a reason. Why wouldn't they want to read Korah alone? So I saw in, in the Sefer Derech Eretz, he brings down, Ekev HaTochen Shela Parasha, because of the content. He says, the parashat of Korah is mahloket. And he says, you know, usually in parashat Korah, the parashat causes mahloket in the shul. It's unbelievable. You read the parashat about mahloket, and uh, it brings mahloket into the air. So he said, they didn't want to read it alone because they didn't want it to be gorem mahloket in the synagogue. And therefore, what did they do? They diluted it. They put Korah with another parashat, so therefore it's, uh, it's combined. So he says, ki bechol shana b'shabbat parashat Korah, it's unbelievable. And that, he says, was the Benag and Allah for hundreds of years. And um, uh, he says, a lot of, of the Sephardim came from Spain at the time of the Inquisition, they didn't do that. That wasn't their custom in Spain. But when they got to Halab, they decided to keep a united custom. And the great rabbi, what we talked about last week, the Bet Dinoshes Shalomor, Rabbi Shlomo Lenyaro, brings the Minhag. So this is an amazing, amazing inyan uh, uh, over here. You don't see this custom anywhere in the world that on a regular year you read Korah and uh, Hukat together. 
Now, that would mean amazing thing. If you, so if you lived in Halab, I don't know, 100 years ago, when they were still there, 200 years ago, and you would travel from Halab to Sham, so you have two cities in the same country, forget about Eretz Yisrael and Chutz Laaris. You know, if you went to Sham for one Shabbat, and then you came back to Halab already, you, boom, you missed it. You, you're on a different parashah. Because uh, they, 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 they doubled up on, on, on Kodah Hukad. So by the time you got back from Sham, you were, they were in uh, Parashat Pinahas already. The whole, what happened to Parashat Hukad? We read it last week. You read it last week. Last week was Kodah. No, we doubled up. Why did you double up? Kacha, Kacha Minhag. So that would always be the Minhag in, uh, in Halab to read. So according to that, According to Menag Halab, you would have no problem to catch up with Eretz uh, Yisrael uh, uh, in a year like this, because they were always reading Korah and, and Chukat uh, together. So today that we're reading Chukat and Balak, we're not following Menag Halab, Rabotai. We're following the Menag of, uh, of everybody else. But if we were really true to our tradition, especially in a year like this, that we have to double up anyway, so why not double up the Penasharat? They were doubling up every year in Halab. Forget about in, in a year like this that you need to do it. They were doubling it up always, which means, by the way, another point, that in Halab every year you had a discrepancy between Eris Israel and, uh, and, and, and Chutz Laaris, at least there. That means if you travel from Halab to Eris Israel, you always had a discrepancy, not only in the odd years of Shavuot coming out on the Shabbat and Pesach coming out on the Shabbat, because in Eris Israel they didn't have Menhag to put Korah and, and, and uh, Hukat together. So therefore, and, and then of course they would catch up when they got to the end of, uh, you know, Matot uh, Basayah. But the point is, we don't do that. Our custom is to do Hukat uh, and Hukat Balak together. Why did they wait until Hukat Balak? Which is a question. I mean, you could have put some earlier parashiyot together. I don't know, you could have put, I guess, Shalah and Korah together. Why, why, why do we do Hukat Balak? What's the, uh, what, what's the reason for that? So, if I'm not mistaken, I saw a reason for that. I saw a reason brought down in the Sefarim. Why do we wait to make the uh, connection at Hukat Balak? Let me see if I can see the reading that I saw. So he says over here, He says over here a reason. Uh, because. Right. Because Balak, interestingly enough, all the parashiyot from Baha'alotecha, which is after Shavuot, all the parashiyot are called parashot pituchot. If you look at the beginning when you, they take out the Sefer Torah, you'll see there's an indentation. You can always see the, uh, uh, the parashah. It starts like in the middle of the line. It's called patuah, ba'alotecha and the parashiyot. The first parashah in the book of Bamidbar that's setumah after Shavuot is parashat balak. You'll notice this week when they take out the Sefer Torah, look at parashat balak, it's in the middle of the line. It's, uh, it's, it's parashat setumah. It's closed. So therefore, since it's closed, so therefore, really, Chukat and Balak have a natural connection. Because there's really no indentation between the parashiyot. So therefore, it made sense to connect Chukat to Balak, because already it's Satum anyway, in the, in, in the way that it's uh, constructed. So therefore, they did, that, uh, they did that as well. 
there was a question uh, that the Mishnah Berurah discusses over here. I'll read you the Mishnah Berurah. Mishnah Berurah writes, and I quote over here in Halakha Tafkafretz Ifkatan Yud, he says, Our situation, Kishahad Yom Rosh Yom Rishon Shel Pesach Beshabbat, Sheaz Bene Eretz Yisrael Sheosim Pesach Rak Shivai Yamim. In Israel, when they do Pesach seven days, Korim Beshabbat Sheacharab Parashat Shemini. Beautiful. Vimken Memela Yivatelem Beshana Shabbat Achad Beli Sidra. Valken Yesh Mafridim Afilu Beshana Beshuta Tazriya Metzora. Now, he has a hadush in that case. He said that some had the case when uh, Eretz Yisrael was ahead of us, they would split Tazriyat Mitzorah. Now, the Hakamim don't like splitting Tazriyat Mitzorah. I saw the reason why they don't like to split Tazriyat Mitzorah because these parashiyot talk about Tum'ah. And we don't want to have two weeks of Tum'ah. We want to get it over with. So Tazriyat Mitzorah, just put together, we're not going to use that as the split in order to, to catch up. And some they do but if it's a leap year where you cannot uh, 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 make any uh, 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 mehubarim over there which is, which is really the custom. So again in a leap year when that would happen we would divide it comes out that we are going to have a double parashat So next week, all the Bar Mitzvah boys that studied parashat Pinehas, you'll be okay. So if anybody goes to Israel, the only problem is you can't get to Israel, so you're not going to have a problem this year. The uh, pandemic solved that issue of the Bar Mitzvah boys because we have another problem. They, they, they studied the right parashat, but now they can't get there. So the, the Bar Mitzvah boy this year, he can't win. Even if he got the right parasha, he's not going to be able to accomplish it uh, nonetheless. Okay, Rabotai, that was nothing, uh, nothing major. I thought just the major Hadush today was that if you're a Halabi, you should know what the custom is. I was told that Acham Yitzhak Shebar, who was the chief rabbi in Argentina, that he was the only Kahal that kept the custom that they would never read Korah alone. And I think even today, the... Uh, the um, uh, the community of Acham Yitzhak Shrebar, they still today read Korah and uh, Hukat together. And, you know, so therefore, guess what? If you get Babitzun in Argentina on a regular year, you might get messed up in the summer. Because they, 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 every year they're reading different parashah. So it's probably the only place in the world that reads a different parashah, which means this week if you go to Argentina... They already are in the, the next parashah. They're in, the, I don't know what, Pinehas. They already read last week Korah and Hukat, if they're following the original tradition of the Beit Din Shalomo, uh, Rav Sa'ajad Dayan, and all these rabbis that said that, that was the custom. But again, outside of that, I, I don't know why when we came to America, they changed the, uh, the Minhag. It's not like they're not, they don't have Mahlokit in the Shul. There's just as much as Mahlokit in Shalit Sion that they had in Halab. I don't know why uh, they didn't think to uh, to double up, but nonetheless, that is the uh, that is the story. Okay, Rabotai, short class. I do have a bar mitzvah to attend to, so we'll call it a day. I wish our members a Shabbat Shalom and Borach, and we'll pick this up next week. Thank you for that.
الصحابه
Oh. <clears throat>